Hello, I'm Stephen Allen, and welcome to Stephen Allen Almost Daily. Hello, and welcome to a podcast of Mr. Stephen Allen talking out loud from his face hole. Um, he, we didn't do one yesterday, we'd actually did a live show, actual live broadcast, straight up. Could have recorded it, but it was mainly about requests and talking about... Uh, the 29th of February, the weird day. One of the few things we discussed, and I will go into it here, is what do you do if someone's got a birthday on that day? Because I wouldn't want a child. I just spoke to a friend about it, and they were saying, oh, it'd be cool, wouldn't it? And I don't know. It'd be really annoying. Like, you can't actually celebrate their birthday, and I wouldn't want my birthday to be on the 29th of February. And they said, oh, but you don't age as fast. I know you do. You'll look just as bad, but technically you'll have had fewer birthdays. I mean, if you follow it to its logical conclusion, you wouldn't be able to drive until you were like, I don't know, 68 or something. You, you wouldn't be able to have sex until you were 64. And I think you might slightly be past your prime then. And uh, even things like being a 10-year-old, which is when the legal age of... What's, what's it called? Le- uh, age of responsibility or age of uh, legal responsibility. Basically, you can't be done for a crime under the age of 10. Which, if you're born on February the 29th, that's your f- you're 40 years old. But technically, you could try and argue that you can get away with all the crimes. So maybe it's all right. But um, either way, every family member would just buy you, like on your 40th birthday, you get a badge saying, I am 10. And you'd have to pretend it's funny, wouldn't you? So there are downsides. But anyway, that's what we talked about yesterday on the show. Today, we did another radio broadcast. We clipped bits up to make it into a podcast, and it came out like this. Anyway, on today's show, here are some of the topics we might talk about. Contactless payments. Oh, that reminds me of an old joke I used to do on stage. A couple of years ago, I used to do a bit where I'd walk on stage and say, I've had a great day, I've just made my first contactless payment. And someone would clap. You know, I'd say, yeah, I didn't want to see that kid anyway. And, uh, ooh, you get some shocks. We're also talking about HCBs, whatever they are. TikTok. TikTok is in the news. Trains. How are you feeling about trains and something about holidays? All of that. And I don't think that story is linked together, but it could be, because you can go on holiday on a train, can't you? Well, sometimes you can't. You can go on holiday on a bus replacement service. This story hits hard. It's emotive. A dad has built a Boeing 737 flight simulator in his garage. It even has a premium departure lounge, which I think makes it better than Luton Airport. Alberto, can't pronounce it, 43, uh, said that he turned his passion for flying into a reality by transforming his home into a cockpit. Now, all of this is all very well. Yeah, yeah, he says he loves all the um, all the planes and the flight simulator and his port that... The true story here is the first or the second word in this story. A dad has built a Boeing. There is a man who would willingly take any reason to be out of the house. Oh, what are you up to again? Oh, I'm just building my flight simulator in the garage again. Yeah. And eventually he has to build one to make it look like he's been doing something in there. But that's what it's about. That's why there's a departure lounge. Can't wait to get away. You know me, I love technology. Whenever there's some new breakthrough in technology happening, I'm loving it. But I suppose this one might not be a breakthrough. What's the opposite of a breakthrough? One when you go backwards. It's a a follow-through? No, that's... Anyway, DVDs might be making a comeback. I'm not really sure I ever enjoyed the DVD stage. Like, when videos were around, it was great because you could record stuff off the telly and it was all exciting. And yeah, you know, every so often it got chewed up, whatever. It was great. A meaty thing you put in the machine. The picture was terrible, but it didn't matter because you could control when you watch it. Then DVDs, for a short time, you were impressed by the quality. 
for a very short time. And then Blu-rays are impressed by the quality. Blah. But the whole owning a DVD thing, putting it in, terrible, wasn't it? Right. So that's why I don't want them back. So, when this newspaper ran this story, DVDs could be making a comeback after Boffins created a disc that holds up to 220,000 films. Researchers in China have developed a new type of disc that contains a petabyte of data. I wrote to the newspaper, and they published my comment. Because I said, uh, you reported that DVDs would be making a comeback after one was created that could store 220,000 films. And I said, no way. Imagine how long it would take you to scroll through that menu. I think I made a good point. Didn't I? It's time, 107.5. Did you see the story about school holidays getting shorter? Well, it's just been suggested, so it probably won't happen. But school summer holidays should be cut down... Uh, with double-length half-terms, eh? This is according to experts. Poverty uh, can worsen during that period. So it's such a long time of no school, and if you don't get access to the free school meals and basically the learning, it's really bad for you. I read that story and then thought, yeah, yeah. Because it's one thing I've noticed, is that if you go into town and you forget that it's uh, school holidays, and the next thing you know, it's like... It's like Mad Max, isn't it? It's, you feel like there's a whole gang of 10-year-olds, and they're... No, 10-year-olds shouldn't be terrifying, but somehow they are. It's like a Willy Wonka vibe, isn't it? It's like... It's a Children of the Damned vibe. If too many blonde ones in one area turn up, I either think these are, you know, like Children of the Damned, or... Did Boris Johnson used to visit around here? Questions like that creep up. And yet, when kids are at school, it's less bad. So I think I am going to agree with it. And then I realise, well, I've got two kids now. What happens when they get older? Yeah, I'll probably be happy if they're in school too. All right, double win. This might be the best story ever, ever, ever. Slouching is not bad for you. I knew it. Oh, it's a shame I'm so old, because if I go back and find all of my teachers used to tell me off for slouching, well, most of them are no longer with us. And the ones that are, I'd be shouting at someone in a care home. They'd be slouching. The point is, I remember getting told off for slouching loads as a kid. Slouching isn't bad for you, according to experts. Critics claim that it will damage your spine and cause back and neck problems. But Dr. Chris McCarthy, a rehabilitation expert, said that there's no relationship between slouching and ailments. Oh, let me slouch down here even more. Let me enjoy a slouch. Oh, that's, I'm too far away from the microphone. All right, I'll come back up to the microphone. He said that if you're a sloucher, rest assured that it isn't really that bad for you. Uh, it's as good as any other posture that you can adopt. Because the only problem is, when I do slouch, I get a bad back. But other than that, I absolutely love this story. This story, Ad Farlander, makes me have bad feelings about humanity. Parents are apparently... Naming their kids things that will be good usernames on Instagram and TikTok. Um, so the problem with this is, what, do they still have the at sign? At the, if it's TikTok, you need an at at the start of it, don't you? Oh, have you met my kid? At Jacinta. Um, but also, what makes a good TikTok or Instagram name? I mean, I see a lot of things on Twitter that are things like, you know, at Hairyman5261. I don't think I'd want to call my kid that. It feels... But the most annoying thing about this story is these idiot, idiots who haven't worked out that by the time their kids have grown up, they won't be, you know, it'll have moved on. Imagine naming your child something that would have worked well on Friends Reunited or MySpace. Oh, you've 
doomed them. I named my kid Tom. Why? Because of my... So that's embarrassing. Oh, quick aside, I'm going to tweet this later. I was watching Grand Designs on Channel 4, and they tell you the names of the couple. This is from 2015, 2016. I'm watching the old ones. But there's a bit where it says, I can't remember the guy's name, but the woman's name is um, Candida. Uh, Imagine being so posh that your name... (laughs) Your parents name you something that requires a cream. Back then, forget Instagram, they were trying to name stuff that get you on embarrassing bodies. Upsetting that hot cross buns are going up in price. First, they came for our Easter eggs. And now this. Hot cross bun fans are set to be see the price go up by, hang on, look at this. The Sultana shortage in Turkey will cause a 167% year-on-year price hike. We were crying about 11% inflation. It's at 4% the CPI, and still that's a bit painful. 167% increase in the Sultanas. That's the current price. Oh, hey! I just thought that one. Um, Raisin the price. That one's not as good. Um, Raisins may be used instead. Oh, so Sultanas are different, are they? Oh, one industry expert said that raisins can be used instead of sultanas to be honest would not have known the difference could have could have not put that in the newspaper and i wouldn't have been able to tell well have you seen this contactless payments are doing rather well they've hit a record high as we head towards being a cashless society i suppose brits tapped 93 percent in-store card transactions wowzers most old people still use uh, what what most older people use cards, but just 3% of over 75s prefer. Oh, I see. Of course, everyone's using it. The other day, I went to a coffee shop and walked in and had a big sign that said, can't accept card payments at the moment. And most people just turned around and walked away. Luckily, I always have a little bit of walking around money. You know what I mean? A little bit of scratch. So I could afford a coffee at least. And it felt like being in a theme pub. Paying with money like the old school days. Oh, it was beautiful. It brought back happy memories of all of a year and a half ago. Wanted to do something that's technically podcast only, but so I've been, I've got a talk TV clip to play at some stage, but I was on GB News the other night. We were talking about microplastics. So I thought I'd chuck in some extra content for the podcast. Here is the discussion, a piece of the discussion, which I think I made some good points. It went like this. Yeah, it's found in babies' feces, so babies are consuming it yeah. through breast milk. I'm having to cut back on the amount of baby feces I eat. This yeah. is a worrying situation. Honestly, though, I, I try to remember. How what... do you clean them then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was I googled it earlier, 1907, when Bakelite, your first plastic, was invented. So in yeah. that short space of time, yeah, yeah. we've like now filled our gonads with plastic bags somehow. Give us another hundred years, and we'll all look like share. Right, just about done on the podcast front. There was a story about people considering themselves to be unlucky. The unluckiest events are losing things, standing in dog poo, uh, spilling food or drink down clean clothes. Hang on, Uh, there must be one that I can relate to here. Traffic lights always turning red. That's not true. Getting a flat tyre, I suppose that's unlucky. Uh, Being splashed by a car, that's illegal when they go through a puddle. Chase after them, give them a flat tyre, see how they like it. Uh, And then Olivia Rodrigo. Splashed out on beer and cigarettes just because I could, was her word. And it says, the good for you hitmaker. Hang on, if you're making a song called Good For You, splash out on kombucha and vitamins, you, honestly. Um, and I think we're done. There was a story about Boris Johnson writing a memoir, and I tried to get AI to write a book of Boris Johnson's pretend memoir, and all it did was 4,000 words. So I might post that on social media. Track me down, at Mr. Stephen Allen. 
Uh, we're done then, aren't we? So subscribe and wait. More of these podcasts heading in your ear-based direction. Till next time. Thank you for listening to Stephen Allen Almost <clears throat> Daily. Daily.